Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska name three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A grab bag of Bonnaroo goodness today. Welcome into the What Podcast. We have Plaza News. The outer lineup is out. We dive headfirst, set the table for Coachella Weekend 1, and play some of your voicemails, all in an effort to find our 2023 Bonnaroo winner. All that and Barry twerking today on the What Podcast. Barry, Lord Taco, Brad Steiner. It starts soon. Right now. You're always trying to do your Hey, how was your Easter, oh. Steiner? Oh, it's gonna be one of the yeah. a great opening. Oh, it's gonna be one of those days. Happy, um, happy sixty some odd days to Bonnaroo. I'm Brad. It's Barry, Lord Taco. Welcome into the What Podcast. A big week this week. Uh, a lot of news to get through and voicemails to play for you. It could mean Bonnaroo tickets. If you haven't submitted a voicemail, it's very simple. Uh, just call Had More Russ. Dial on your pad. H A D M O R R U S S. And leave us a voicemail, tell us the Bonnaroo story, and it could mean Bonnaroo tickets for you. Barry Taco, how are you, kids? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah. Good. Glad we cleared that up. Uh, okay. So let's start with uh, the big news this week. We'll get to the plazas here in a segment. I want to start with, uh, we're Coachella week. How are you celebrating Coachella week one, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Man, better than last year. Uh, yeah, were you? But similar. Were we, but what similar. were you doing last year? Did, did you watch any of the streams from last uh, year? Nothing. Uh, you know what? I think I did actually. I'll probably probably drop in on some of those. Yeah, it's interesting that people do that. I love it. it. I know we kind of got used to it. Yeah, during the pandemic, and it gives you a look. Uh, but it's different. Isn't it, it, it does feel like the uh, first. Um, it's our opening salvo. It's like the opening ceremonies to festival season, and it gets us a little bit into it. The problem is, it's like the lineup for Coachella. I just, I'm just not a big fan of. So when I see the live stream schedule, I'm really, I don't know if it's out yet or not uh, as of this recording, but man, I love the Coachella live stream. They do a great job with yeah, it. Yeah, they do a nice job. It's just an interesting 
thing to me because I'm like, before all these festivals came online, you know, would I have watched this? It's kind of fun to put on in a background kind of thing. Uh, and then we had live festivals. And then we got these opportunities because we couldn't meet. So I'm still a little bit sort of conflicted. But they have gotten way better at how they present them. Really, really good. And then there was this news. I don't know if you saw it on Variety, but uh, a few weeks ago they said that it's going to be free on YouTube through 2026. One of my favorite things to do is sort of like live text our buddy Nick Turner while we're watching the Coachella live stream. I just wish that I had the schedule, and I don't know if they've posted it anywhere. Boy, it really does feel like the first entry, our first step into festival season, and it gives you a little preview of the shows that you're watching. And, and was it the year that uh, Lizzo was supposed to play, and then she played the Coachella, and I watched it on the live stream, and I had friends of mine saying, wow, I, if that's the show, that we're about to get, then I'm really, really excited about it. So uh, keep an eye on that live stream schedule that comes sometime this week so you can um, get a little taste of what Bonnaroo may just be like for you. This Let summer. me ask you this because you brought it up. And I know you probably don't watch because it's trendy and popular. Mr. Belvedere. Did you see, <laughs> have you seen the Mandalorian episode with Lizzo? I just watched that the other day. Absolutely I was going to bring not. that up. Yeah. Lizzo's in Star Wars. I know Brad doesn't. Yeah, because, you know, it's cool. It's He's the cool kid that doesn't watch anything <laughs> yeah. that everyone else is watching. So, but what do you think? I have not spent, if Taka, Taka knows this about me, I have not spent one second with like Star Trek and Star Wars. It's, I, I just can't do it. It's yeah, part of why me. I brought it up is so you have to say that. That's not being me cool, kid. Yes, it is. No. It's 100% no. you being cool, kid. What do you think, Tom? All right. Well, I don't, we'll talk about I it. I don't then. do well with, with space stuff. <laughs> I don't do well with space stuff and fantasy things. I'm sorry. Well, then let me talk about space stuff. So Lizzo was in there. She was a I guest. I would love for you to. Okay. She was a guest with uh, Jack Black. Jack she, Black. They, they played like a king and queen. And uh, uh, Lizzo, I love Lizzo. She's not the most experienced actor. She was kind of like, looked like she was reading her lines, you know, yeah. kind of off screen. I love um, Mandalorian. I thought it was a little, uh, it's a cartoony show, 100%, but I thought it was a little too cartoony. But I did want to ask about it. It's great. This you know. one, they yeah. they And then they shoved Christopher Lloyd in there out of, no, out of nowhere. You're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in one episode, they've got Lizzo, Christopher Lloyd, and Jack Black, all guest starring. These like minor bit roles. Wait, so... <clears throat> what is Jack Black doing? He was, the he was playing on the show. He was playing a, a, a king. He was a he was like or... a king. I think he was a king of a planet. And uh, he and Lizzo were in love, so they were the, like the king and queen. Well, that's how you know it's and, realistic. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, just yeah. like in real life. Lizzo's our queen. Jack Black is our uh -huh. king. Um, it was like a detective episode. It was almost like watching an episode of uh, CSI Miami or something, you know, because it was like there's a mystery and they got to go talk to people and solve yeah. the mystery and you know then it, and then it was almost scooby-doo-ish I, I don't know if i should spoil it but you know like at the end it's like oh, yeah. oh did, somebody, did, somebody's, did somebody's mask get ripped off at the end yeah if it weren't for these dreadful kids pretty much <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it weren't for these awful kids we would have <laughs> interesting I had no idea. It's very interesting. That's why I it brought it up. It was, it was a fun, it was a fun yeah. little episode. It was yeah, a big surprise. You're right, Christopher Lloyd. I forgot about that. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd was he uh, yeah. any sort of like? A, <laughs> by the way, I, I'm excited about um, 
the Chris talk about Christopher Lloyd because it allows me to talk about Back to the Future ever, ever. Uh, it's my favorite movie of all time. Uh, but uh, they're about doing they're about to do a Back to the Future Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, play on Broadway here, and every now and then I keep getting pictures of random Christopher Lloyd sightings in the city, and all every time it's just like crazy old man walks down street. It like it looks like the weirdest. Uh, like in the wild Christopher Lloyd moment that you can find. God, I love him. Yeah. See, that's so funny. Um, it, that's a zeitgeist thing. I've heard a lot of people your age that love Back, Back to the Future. I liked it. It's not that movie for me. So, but that's a that's an age thing. It's good. I love it. And honestly, the story of how it was made is just as fascinating as the movie, yeah. really. When, when you, you realize that it was like they did half the movie without... Uh, what's his name and they did a whole nother movie without him and then they had to start it all over again when they fired yeah. the first actor uh eric um, stoltz was the first marty eric and stoltz, they, they right. shot like yeah. 60 to 80 percent of it with eric stoltz and then they they said ah this isn't working and then they brought in michael j fox watching some of those clips back you're like you're right yeah. oh yeah this well, doesn't yeah. work mm-hmm. this sucks um, so was the right call. The, the Mandalorian thing would have gone right past me but i'm glad we covered it uh in such mm. fine fashion here on the what podcast Really yeah. glad we dug deep. Tune in next week. We'll talk about uh, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. We'll talk Liv- Lizzo yeah. and uh, Star Wars uh, <laughs> franchises. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Bubba Fett. <laughs> uh, so Bonnaroo's uh, big announcement this week was they uh, came up with the plazas, uh, the outer roof schedule, and uh, you've got a lot of DJ Mel, and then it starts on Thursday with uh, what I originally read as Propagation with cheese, uh, but it's actually propagation with salis. I'm sorry, salis, not cheese. It does cheese. look like cheese. Uh, Zed's dead, though. <laughs> it does look like cheese, but Zed's dead is the big uh, Thursday night news, and then you get into Friday, and um, you know I'm not really familiar with anybody other than J.P. Sachs, uh, which... Odd uh, pick for uh, a plaza, considering he's sort of like a... More of a... I don't know. I just don't think that's going to be very... Hype, as the <laughs> as the Ruhams would call it. I don't really know like how J.P. Sachs is going to fit on a Friday uh, plaza. But then Saturday is the big one. Paris Jackson, the Beths, and the Moss. I love the Moss. And then our, our old friend Devin Gafillion uh, doing something. Devin, and then Devin's to me, the real uh, eye-opener is the Bob Moses club set. Bob Moses does a ton of club sets here in New York. In fact, they're doing like... Um, like there's like this huge Bob Moses party that is some sort of like underground warehouse party every single year when like spring hits here in um in New York, uh, which boy I would I would do anything to get that Bob Moses club set. That to me is the is the eye opener. Well, let me go back. Uh, okay. On Thursday, mm-hmm. the Pride Parade with Big Frida. Oh yeah, I totally about forgot about the Big Frida thing. Yeah, uh, well, that's in gonna... the Pride Parade. I mean, you know, we don't do a whole lot of politics, but um, my beloved state, and I say that with a you know, whatever, because we have been in the news for all the wrong reasons here lately. Um, but this is a this is a, a reaction to what's been happening here in Tennessee. Uh, so Big Frida is going to lead a Pride Parade. Uh, which I'm thrilled, thrilled to see. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm first of all, I'm thrilled to see a parade come back because I always felt like that was such a huge part of the early Bonnaroo's. Yeah. Uh, and this one, this one with a mission. Uh, and then that, just to say it while I'm talking, um, the Beths, 
our our buddy Parker's got to be thrilled. The best. I think are he's on hype. The, uh, yeah. Saturday lineup, but yeah. <laughs> he's immaculate. Immaculate. Should be immaculate. Well, I think the the fun thing about the Pride Parade with Big Frida is that um, yeah, there's the political stuff that swirls around it, but uh, boy, there's not a more fun bounce pa- uh, party than you're going to find on the planet than with this Big Frida. Uh, I want. Bounce. I want Barry to bounce. Uh, <laughs> what a great way to really kick off the week. This is, yeah, man, the big, rough. Big Frida came to Chattanooga too, yep. right? I think I saw her with uh, Hillary. You yeah, did. you did. Yeah, you're gonna you're, yeah, you're yeah. gonna throw your back out, Barry. You're gonna throw your well, back this out. This is this is our. You know what is it? We said last week even. Be, don't go hard first day, and that's gonna be. A, <laughs> there's trouble already. Well, I know that. Which means. Yeah. What am I gonna do? <laughs> Can I go back to the politics part of this for a second? Yeah, sure. I know it's I know it's not Manchester, but Justin Jones, who just got kicked out of the uh, expelled, sorry, expelled from the Tennessee State House by the Republican supermajority, uh, isn't he from Nashville? Isn't he the representative from Nashville? I wonder if you get a Justin Jones uh, pop into Bonnaroo. Oh, I imagine there's going to be a lot of uh, photo op. Uh, which is unfortunate because Bonnaroo has done such a great job of not sort of getting there, and but then they do, it, not politically. You know, it's not been photo op type things, um, which is part of why I think, I think they you step and in, I, I think they step in to politics when they need yeah. to at the at the right times. I do, but it's not been the photo op thing. In my maybe I'm wrong. Um, I've never no, felt. Right. It. I think that. Right. Um, but this feels like it's sure going to be. Uh, well, but that's it, all right. Something it, needs it should, to be done. As it, sh- as yeah, it should, exactly. by the way. 100%. Um, 100%. So. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did kind of just go right past that and missed the Big Frida uh, conversation, uh, which means Big Frida's going to be there multiple days. And if Big Frida's yeah. there multiple days, uh, mm-hmm. I would love for her to pop up into random shows uh, throughout the weekend. I don't know, like during Kendrick Lamar or if... You know, Fleet Foxes has a moment where Big Frida needs to come up and start doing some twerking. I'm in. I want all of that. It, I hadn't thought about it this way until we we're just now talking. But it, again, I, there may be a whole lot of these sort of photo op things because of what's been happening. So I'm not sure how how I feel about that yet. Something needs to be said and done. 100% agree. Um, it's just Bonnaroo has always managed to, except for, you know, some occasions— uh, you know, the Bruce Springsteen, if you remember, I was just talking about this the other day when he was there was the prior to the Obama's first election. And uh, his whole set was about the working man. So it was very political, but that's him. And, um, uh, well, you know, wait a second. Pearl Jam has done all Pearl well, Jam. Eddie Vedder always, you know, has something to say. So I think, no, but uh, okay. I, I see what you're trying to say, but, um, Bonnaroo's never had a problem doing politics, and they've chosen the right moments to 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 step in and and uh, make their brand's values a part of the overall political conversation. Um, I don't think they've been afraid of that. I don't think, and I no. think they've chosen the right times to do it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I don't know this one. I I don't know. Like I said, I haven't probably thought it all the way through. And frankly, and frankly, and frankly, I think that they should be uh, over the top about at least the the pride part of it because you know what they're trying to do in Tennessee and and, and uh, remove just basic drag shows and um, is is so batshit crazy 
nonsense. Yeah, uh, but right. I, I, I'm trying to figure out like where Justin Jones's district is because I was thinking it was I, Jackson, I, but it may be uh, I may be wrong. Um, I don't know how far out. I mean, it's definitely Nashville. Jackson's between Nashville and Memphis. Oh, really? Um, no, it's I, definitely uh, Nashville. Nashville. Anyway, point that I'm making is that okay. uh, I wonder if we're going to get some of the uh, state reps. Uh, they got expelled from the state house. You're right. And, you're right, and I'm wrong. I mean, even last year we had our mayor was there to give uh, Isaiah Rashad the key to the city. Um, you're right. I guess I'm just maybe thinking it hasn't felt like it's come from Bonnaroo. It's come from the artist. Uh, but you're right. They have. Uh, they certainly haven't shied away. Well, when it fit, when it fits um, into the brand values of inclusion. When it fits the brand. Sure. Right. I and I think you. this does, and, and I'm glad they they're should. doing the parade. That's what I said. So. <clears throat> no, I agree. Um, let's see. What else is on this uh, Outer Rue Plaza schedule, which I feel like is, is very vast, very thick, um, very well done. I'm quite yeah. impressed. As we've said in the last couple of years, they've really put a lot of effort into these and it's become the kind of thing where you could really just kind of stay near your own campsite and have a great time so mm -hmm. well um, there's one thing I, I do want to sort of uh flashlight on for a second and i need a uh, taco to uh you know pull up the the dictionary for us <clears throat> what is twink trash <laughs> i saw that just now <laughs> Can we, and can we just, say uh, it on the okay. podcast? Yeah. <laughs> so you want me to poison my own Google history rather than yes, you? Okay. I need All to. Right, let's, let's I'm on a work computer, it. my friend. I'm on a work computer. <laughs> I like it. I let's saw that same thing. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, by the way that, that is an experience. That is an experience, mind you, and not an artist. I, I don't know, but if you called it called me that, I think my feelings would be hurt. Is that before or after you see Grundlehead? I know. I love it. I love it. Or the bottom knocks. That's funny. Um, this is a yeah, I don't twink, know twink trash is an opera singing drag artist with a stutter. That's <laughs> even better. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I did notice about this outer roof thing. You know, we've, we've talked about it in the past that we are no longer burdened with the Nashville country experience that was the Grand Ole Opry show, um, which I know some people still yearn for and have a, a soft spot in their heart for. But we all agree that this the time had run out on the, the Opry show, right? So to make up for mm -hmm. that is the Hog Slop str uh, String Band. The Hog Slop String Band, I'm very, very excited about. Anything with Hog Slop in it, yep, uh -huh. gotta love. I know, Yeah, I know. I, admit, I didn't even see till just now, Sonali Rachetoir, the fat sex therapist. <laughs> oh, come on. I wonder on, if there's... you got to make a reservation. 
Oh man, <laughs> stealing my bit, bad sex therapist. Um, no, I think it's just it's so fun, it's so diverse it's and fun. so interesting, and uh, I actually yep. really really find this to be uh, quite impressive. Do you think that this is? I I mean I do. I I think this is a big step forward for them from last year. Yeah, this is the kind of thing. This is the kind of thing, right? When you oh, yeah. when you leave, and you're riding home, however long ride a ride you have, you think. Man, I can't believe I got to see that. Propagation with cheese. Yeah, I went to see, you know, Foo Fighters, and I never expected all the stuff that happened in the plazas. So, yeah, that's that value added. I mean, that's such a marketing kind of thing. But those are the kind of things that when you leave, this is why you had such a great time, right? Mm -hmm. The the extras. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the other thing too is, has everybody done, and this is a conversation for another day, but have you done a Google search on each one of these arts and experiences and artists that are on the Yadaru lineup, just in case there is a name that is covering up the fact that Dave Grohl might be popping into one of these, uh, <laughs> things. So like, is, is, all the, is, is, um, <laughs> Igrok, is that a real thing or is that possibly a name that's just covering up the fact that that's really Dave Grohl? <laughs> yeah somebody will find it yeah uh, no uh, i have not that's the homework sure. that's the homework do a google search on each one of these uh, arts and experiences so that we can please all right. we'll, um all right then the we'll other thing uh, we got the plazas and the other thing we wanted to get to before we get to our high five this week is some of your voicemails uh that you've been leaving on had more russ what's the actual number there russ four two three Four two three six seven seven eight seven 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 eight seven seven, which seven, spells eight, out had M O R Russ. Uh, leave us a voicemail. It could mean Bonnaroo tickets for you, uh, GA and KP passes. So you want to play some uh, voicemails so far that we've gotten there, BC? Yeah, let's play a voicemail. But uh, in the you know spirit of uh, communication, we're not doing a high five this week. We have enough. So oh, I thought we were doing a high five. I know you did, but Russ and I talked yesterday. We're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't need. Guys, guys, we got plenty. We'll save it for another I show. Really we need got, to start we got plenty. Rehearsal. <laughs> if only make there the was like a thing on the internet where we could post these kind of communications and we could all see them. But mm-hmm. anyway, Don't whatever. Let's listen to one of these. Yeah. Okay. We ask uh, people to call in that number mm. um, and leave us either your favorite Bonnaroo moment or tell us why you would like to go for the first time. Okay. And so we pulled out about three, I think, three of the uh, voicemails, and we're going to listen to the one now. Okay. And naturally, um, again, in the spirit of communication, two of the three that I picked don't have names attached. So no, we'll just course. have to hear Thank what Thank God, actually. It's the best case scenario up. for you. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't get it wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, but here we go. Favorite slash most memorable Bonnaroo moment. It would have to be Bonnaroo 2014, my first Bonnaroo. A lot of memories attached to that one especially. But during Elton John's set, he was playing Rocket Man, and somebody in the crowd let loose a Disney Toy Story Buzz Lightyear balloon. And it seemed like no matter where you were in the crowd at the what stage, everybody just saw it. I don't know if that's like a Madala effect. And some people are just remembering a memory that wasn't theirs. But I was there, and I saw it with my own eyes, not under the influence of any substances. And it was just very, very magical. Everybody together at the wet stage singing, but seeing Buzz Lightyear fly over the crowd, as Elton John said, I'm a rocket man, was amazing. Very good memory. 
Um, that is See? fantastic because the lineup that year was uh, ridiculed um, at the time uh, for things like Lionel Richie and Elton John and the fact that, you know, some of the best memories that we have of that festival was the Lionel Richie show and his with Elton John. Just goes to show you really don't know where, where the moments are going to happen. That's why you just got to be there. Yeah. Hundred percent, and um, it also reminded mm -hmm. me of the year, and you're better at remembering years, when the uh, parachuters jumped out of the airplane. Oh, that's right. right. And, I uh, totally forgot about that. Yeah, that was one of those moments I remember. I think I was standing next to our buddy Mike Dewar, and I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of another one of those reminders that this festival is kind of different." Yeah, it's kind of cool because I sure didn't see that coming. I don't remember what year that was, but uh, 2014, um, I'll never forget because uh, the thing that was circled for me uh, with big red marker was Bobby Womack. And as a child who or as a dude who grew up on 60s soul and uh, still to this day, uh, that is the thing that I uh, turn to more often than not every day of my life. Bobby Womack is one of my favorite artists on the planet, and I knew it was going to be the only time I would ever get a chance to really see Bobby Womack. And it was just like Solomon Burke the year before. It was really one of the more magical shows I've ever seen. And then turns out he would die two weeks later. So I legitimately saw his very last performance he would ever give. Um God, I, I mean, it still gives me chills. No, And the weird thing is, Barry, I, I kind of remember standing there, and I think I looked over uh, to the wife at the time, and I said, I, I, I think this is it. I think I'll never, first of all, I'll never see him again, but I don't know if, if anyone's ever going to see him again. I, it was just such a weird forecasting, but God, it was so great. That also is the year that if you go way, 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 way down the lineup, somewhere in mid-afternoon, I don't know, maybe on a Saturday, uh, Mr. Sam Smith played a tent in mid-afternoon you know it's just a reminder that you keep going year by year further into the future and this lineup when you look back at it looks really really good even at the time you might say to yourself oh this is uh this sort of sucks that was also the year barry if you remember the early sunday show was Jan uh, janelle monet mm. Yes, God, I do we remember. Were, we were blown away by that show. And oh, I fact, love her. And in fact, it was the it was the morning after the Lauren Hill show where all of us were like, or at least we were in our group, sort of underwhelmed by the Lauren Hill show. It was great seeing her, but she was fifty minutes late and just didn't seem like she was there most of the time. Um, Janelle was, really was one of year. those that I knew. I think we were doing record reviews at the paper, and hers came in, and I just fell in love with with it. Um, and I felt like when I went to that show, I felt like I was probably the only person there who knew who she was. And then it was packed. And then the show blew me away because it was so um, put together. I mean, there's not, there was not a movement, a person, a hair, or anything out of place. Mm -hmm. Right. And both of her shows there have been that way. Um, I love her. I do too. Um, that was also the but, year. That was also the year I, I fell in love with my first show that year. I walked in and I saw King. Uh, um, oh God! Oh God! I just I just blanked on his name. Um, 
King Khan, King Khan and the shrines. And the whole time it was like this big, large, fat man, sweaty like crazy, screaming about how good a sex maniac he was. <laughs> you know, it was so fun. Um, God, it was so fun. But uh, and then, you know, I went to see him then later on in the in, in Atlanta. And it's just the same show, but just dirtier and nastier. Yeah. And I fell in love yeah. at Bonnaroo that Thursday afternoon. By the way, is there anything more old-timey sounding than record reviews at the paper? <laughs> fair point. <laughs> and I'm and I say this as the guy with the fax machine. Yeah. Yeah, fair point. I've I've been through vinyl. Well, actually, I worked at a record store when cassettes went away and eight tracks went away. So <laughs> that's how the, far back. What was the latest video cassette VHS you got from Blockbuster, Barry? Uh, what Ooh, was the last one you rented? One. Probably a Christopher Lloyd movie, actually. <laughs> actually, an, actually, another. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Taga. Oh, I, I have a movie I rented from Movie Gallery back in the day, and I never returned. I still have it on my shelf. <laughs> you are uh, and like that movie good. is uh, True Romance. We love that movie. For those God, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, but, Taco. But you were hey, saying, yeah. I'll have that. I'll have that Chesterfield now. I'll have that Chesterfield now. Yeah. <laughs> well, come over. We'll watch it on the VHS. One of, one of, one of the great movie lines of all time, uh, written by uh, Knoxville, Tennessee Zones, Quentin Tarantino. Nice. That's right. Uh, I was so, just going to point out what you were saying about the, the lineup. We've been doing it so long. The Elton Johns and the Lionel Richies, you get to see, you know, the the, the legends, uh, but also the Discovery ones. And so, I mean, yeah, that's I that's why I of, like this voicemail so much. You know, we talked about last year, last week about you know the moment in the year or the show that really sort of got you into Bonnaroo. Man, I keep coming back to that 2014 year. That's the year that we saw Cake eat at Waffle House. Um, that was the year that uh, I refused to go to Neutral Milk Hotel because I went earlier a couple of months before that and cried like a baby, and I looked around and I said, I cannot do that again. Um, that was also the year that we saw, that was James Blake. I loved James Blake that year. Uh, on the big stage, I mean, the the way that he just filled up that stage with... with um, God damn, man, that show was so good. And then, oh, I feel like there was one other 2014 memory that, that cut through. Man, that was a good year. Oh, mm -hmm. God, that was a good year. And then I think about it more. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Waffle House because that reminds me, on our trip to St. Louis last week, we stopped at the Manchester Walmart, uh, Waffle House. Look at you. Yeah. How was it? Everything you remember? Everything. Yeah, it was delicious. Uh-huh. Not as, not as many uh, chairs being thrown this time. <laughs> well, it was earlier in the yeah, sun was, was, sun was still up, right? Sun was up, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so many memories. I mean, the, the John Prine for me, and of course, I've said many times, I missed the Lionel Richie because I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, you know, probably probably everybody's top five for sure, maybe top mm -hmm. three best show ever. Mm -hmm. And I sat back at camp trying to make some point, you know. Oh, my I, God. That's the other one I remember, Barry. I, the, um, the most overhyped show I've ever seen at Bonnaroo, it was because he had not done Bonnaroo yet. He had done Coachella the year before. We anticipated him on the lineup the year before. We didn't get him. We finally got him in 2014, uh, and this was all two years after Channel Orange had come out. The Frank Ocean show was so underwhelming, and it was nothing. it was not his fault. He uh, came in with huge expectations. The crowd was out of control large. I've never, I don't remember seeing a crowd and feeling as packed into a tent crowd like that I've 
in any time at Bonnaroo. That crowd was way too big for a tent. And the problem is that, that Frank is such an understated singer. Like, he doesn't have a big, powerful voice that just, you know, takes over a stage like a St. Paul and the Broken Bones or or Alabama Shakes. He's, he's sort of a reserved singer, and he was sitting down a lot. And the crowd was so overpowering singing every song, every line, every word that I just... I couldn't get into anything about that mm-hmm. show, and we had been waiting for that Frank Ocean moment at Bonnaroo for two years. Um, really, really disappointed in that show, and I, and I, I remember leaving early uh, to go see, like, I don't know, I don't even know what we left early for, but, um, man, that was a real big disappointment. Well, the other side of that, for me, um, I mean, I was obsessed with the Macklemore, um hit. Um I don't remember. I can't think of the name of it. The yeah, but that was that was not 2014. No, no, no. I'm okay. just talking about you're just talking about whatever shows that surprised you. Maybe I guess is when I'm going for. Uh, uh, um, I mean, I just thought that was such a great thrift hit shop you're and talking about. thrift shop. Yeah. And then so you know it's a Sunday afternoon, nothing or Saturday maybe Saturday after nothing else. And I thought oh, I'm gonna go, man. Maybe he'll see the hit, and I'll see the hit. That show blew me away, and it was packed, and he was great and emotional. Um, that one, I had no, you know, didn't know yeah. he had seventy minutes of that. Yeah. yeah, it was terrific. And then, you know, again, we're naming names, I guess, but the opposite is Little Dicky. I didn't have a huge expectation, but I, I was looking forward to seeing the hit. Yeah, and it was awful. You know. He yeah, did what about it, ten it, seconds? Really and he was like, "Guys, it's a video. You know what do you expect?" And, yeah, it's really bad. And his hype guy did what half of the show. So yeah, it was a disappointment. You know, they're not all home runs. Yeah. Uh, but the other hand, you get those moments that you just can't get anywhere else. Man, and that, I, that Macklemore was one of those for me. That was that blew me away. Well, I'm really glad you played that because now I've gotten all these 2014 memories just rushing back. Um, let's go to number two. All right, here we go. Hey, The What Podcast. My name is Aaliyah, and my favorite Bonnaroo memory, I've only been once, but it was for a business trip because my company, well, the company I worked for at the time, was uh, doing a like something in Senaroo. We were like doing outreach in Senaroo. And uh, my favorite memory is when I had went to go see Peach Pit, and there was some guy behind me that just like dropped. And... Um, come to find out he was like severely dehydrated so I had like water and I had like an extra water bottle in my pack and I was like here you go like so he was drinking water and then like he was fine and then like another like like five to ten minutes passes and he drops again and so I had like a bunch of electrolyte packets in my uh pack and the EMT comes up to me and he's like holy shit dude you got everything in there so he starts acting he's like do you have gauze? And then, like, I pull out gauze, and he's like, oh, my God, dude, you're prepared. And I'm like, well, yeah, I always like to, you know, make sure that I can watch out for others around me. And so um, I thought that was pretty cool that he just, like, was randomly just like, oh, so you got gauze in there? And I just pull out gauze. But um, that was one memory. And then my other favorite memory is when I was walking around camp one night, and I ran into Haley Williams from Paramore, and this was in 2019. And she was like, hi. And I'm like, hi. 
And so I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stare. It's just, I said, one, I don't have my glasses, and two, I was like, I was pretty sure that was you, but I didn't want to, like, you know, be like, oh, my God, hi, and, like, freak out. She's like, no, you're fine. It's okay. So I was telling her about, um, like, the nonprofit that I worked for at the time, um, how we were at Center Rue. And uh, she was like, I asked her, I was like, hey, like, you know, we have a, like, seminar thing coming up later tomorrow if you want to come and stop by. And she's like, yeah, I'll have to check it out. And so after um, I ran into her, I took a picture with her and everything, and then I went back to my group, and I was like, you won't believe who I just met. So um, we started talking about it, and then my, like, my, everybody in my camp, it was like 10 of us. I was like, I just met Haley Williams, and they all started, like, screaming. I'm like, guys, stop, stop, stop. I was like, I don't want to draw attention to us. <laughs> so um, I was like, by the way, she may or may not be coming to our, um, to our like, seminar thing tomorrow. And our founder, like, her face went pale. And she's like, oh, my God, that means i got to leave camp because i got to go to, like, the nearest, like, craft store and get a bunch of stuff to make our organization look nice. Because <laughs> it was our first year, and we really didn't know what we were doing. So we were like, oh, okay, like we just put up like one banner and that's it and we had like a handmade banner it was awful but it was so funny to us looking back on it now and um so she ended up coming to our seminar for like half a second because like she yeah oh Oh, we lost her uh but but yeah i mean at least she at least she showed up I mean, yeah. that's the that's the headline for me. She showed up. She did what she said. I, I like that because both Peach Pit and Paramore coming back for 2023. Uh, very nice little symmetry there. I love I love both stories. You never know what you're gonna see. Uh, mm-hmm. I like you know, her story is a, a it's not as funny as your uh, Billy Joel story, but it's still a great story <laughs> that she gets to tell. But I also love the first story where. And we've said this so many times, you know, you never know who you're going to meet and what you're going to need and what your neighbor's going to have or what you can have. You know, I've told the story many times. One of my first years when I came back to camp and the guy in the truck next to me had like a camper cover and he was trying to reach something way in the back of his truck. And he's like, man, if I only had like a stick with a hook on it and I pulled out. A bamboo stick with a hook on the end. I said, what, like what, this. What, what, and he was like, out? oh, my God, it's stick. It was a big, long, big, long huge, stick. Huge God, stick. Long it had, stick. Yeah. had a weird hook on it. some sort of weird hook on it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he was like, oh, my God, that's perfect. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I have a truck, so I understand. But uh, I love that part of it. You know, come prepared. You never know. Uh, and uh, be prepared to help your neighbor. Uh, yeah, look, never thought I, to bring gauze. I know, right? No, but I think that's exactly right, Barry. Uh, she showed up uh, for a business trip in 2019, not ever coming to Bonnaroo, and still lived the Bonnaroo code. Exactly. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. It's just exactly. something about, like, even even when you don't know uh, how the code works, when you get there, it just sort of, like, takes you over no matter what. Uh, yeah. I love that. Uh, very, very nice call. Thank you so much, Uh Contestant number two that we don't know your name. And finally, number three. No, that was Aaliyah. Cool. That was Aaliyah. Oh, that was Aaliyah. Got it. Okay, sorry. All right, got it. That was Aaliyah. This one I don't know. I think Baby. he tells us his Baby name. girl. Okay, number three. One of my favorite stories actually takes place in line for Bonnaroo in 2019. I know this seems crazy, but hear me out. I'm not sure how familiar you are with the Bushy Branch Road entrance, but essentially it's one long road through a neighborhood that goes straight into Bonnaroo. 
Before the newly implemented daily entry system, the gates wouldn't open until 3 p.m. on Wednesday at the earliest. They would not allow you to even start forming a line before then either. If you wanted to show up any earlier, security would literally have you turn your car around and drive away. But if there's one thing about my dad is that he's arriving early, and there is no room for any negotiation on that. So every year, we'd get to Manchester around lunchtime and pay the owner of the houses near the gate $20 or so to park there until Bonnerie finally made the call and would allow the entry line to start forming. That plan went off without a hitch in 2017 and 2018. We were one of the first people in, got to camp on Pod 2 with all the shady trees. It was amazing. But in 2019, once the gates were opened, the owner of the house wouldn't allow us to leave. We sat there for 30 minutes or so, watching a newly formed line of cars go through the gates who had not paid or even been waiting for any amount of time. Naturally, all of the people who were parked in the lot started getting upset. They began yelling and beeping their horns because the local homeowners who had profited off of all of us just decided to put us farther back in the line for no apparent reason. Mind you, there were about 25 or so cars parked in the man's yard, so he definitely made at least $500 off of us for doing nothing. All of a sudden, I see my dad get out of his vehicle and start walking out to the street on foot. I assume he's looking for an official Bonnaroo person to speak to, but instead what he's doing is walking slightly out of sight, putting on a black hat and a neon yellow high visibility vest that I didn't even know he owned, let alone decided it was important enough to pack for a 14-hour trip to Bonnaroo. He then just starts making hand signals to stop the line on the street from moving forward anymore and tells the homeowner to begin letting cars out of the yard. His plan totally worked, and my dad saved the day. The look on a homeowner's face was priceless when my dad took off the vest, got back in his car, which was the only one remained parked in his yard. Happy Roo. That is um, fantastic. Good, so I'm definitely going to bring my dad again so we can have an amazing Father's Day weekend together. Um, yeah. Isn't that funny? That is fantastic because there's only <laughs> there's always something weird that you bring that will come in handy. Like we bring caution tape, and it looks very official when we walk like caution tape. <laughs> Once we tape get it up, yep. <laughs> yep. Thing. And never, I'll never, I'll never forget one year. This has got to be two thousand five. I mean, when it was still the, you know, the wild west. Um, I had a record guy. He tells me the story about how he would um, have a golf cart ordered and delivered to him at the front gate of Bonnaroo <laughs> and when the cart would get off of the truck he would just start driving it around the thing like he owned the place um, <laughs> the, yeah. the resourcefulness of bringing your own orange vest just in case you need to pretend I mean think about the maybe cones cones are a good idea um, I find yep. that to be clipboard. so funny clipboard if you carry a clipboard you yes. get into anything well, I don't give too many secrets, but a lot of lanyards. Oh, you, Brad, you did that for a number of years. You, I, five I or six, seven lanyards look really good. Yeah, I took I took all of my lanyards that I got over the years, and I wore them all at once. And oh my God, does that play a Jedi mind trick on somebody thinking that you're very important? Yeah, uh, don't stop those, that right? guy. Yeah, don't. He's yeah. he's got it. Yeah. And, and then if you're on your phone while you're walking past people, that helps even more. Um, yeah, look God, angry. What Always look clever, angry. Clever trick by dad. The other thing I love about that story is that she's going with dad. I love it. Yeah, it, it, People forget it's Father's Day weekend usually or, or right around. Yeah. So that's always fun. It reminds me, Brad, of, you know, the time you we all went early and uh, they made us wait 
before we could go in for the media day. Oh, come day. on. Oh, come on. It was so funny. We we had the best laugh. We look up. So we're in the parking lot. They're holding us out at the gate. There's only a this handful of us. This is a ridiculous story, Barry. This is not I, But true. it's a, such you a have... funny image because I look up and Brad starts walking and he's got the dad march. I'm going <laughs> to see what's going on. I'm we'll, I'm going to fix this. You were going to the porta potty, but we didn't know it. We had to watch you go 100 yards. <laughs> It was, okay. we laughed. Taco, it was like, it was like, do they know who I am? I'm going yeah, to see about this right here. Here's what, here's what happened. After the media day, we were worried that we were not going to be able to get in. And they right. pulled this thing on us that, no, 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 you need to wait. We're, you can't come in just yet. And Barry's getting antsy. Barry's getting pissed. He's like, I don't they know who I, that's what Barry, Barry's trying to put this off on me. Projecting, he was, you're trying he to was, yeah, You're projecting on me, but you were really the okay. one like, oh, I can't believe I've been doing this and I've been, I'm, be, I'm here for an hour. And then I'm like, all right. I'll, and then I just walk to the bathroom, and I come back, and Barry's like, yeah, did you show him who you were, big man? I was like, I, I went to uh, Blast Tinky. There's the group it, of us. We were It reminds gone. me, it reminds it me so of that funny. picture of Kid Rock walking down the beach, like, you know, lifting his arms up. That's what. It, that's exactly. Yeah. I'll just see about this. I'll show them. <laughs> it's just a ridiculous story that Barry has completely made up. That's uh, not what happened. One at of all. the hardest I've ever laughed. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Funny. And, then, and then what happened afterwards? We got in. So yeah, we got in pretty worked. soon after. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're welcome. Funny. You're welcome. Barry, was <laughs> that the was that you figured out the kid that you were uh, talking to was from Chattanooga and y'all and then he was like, oh yeah, y'all going in? Oh, that was later. That, that was oh, actually later? the year okay. before. That's when we got in, and yeah, I had my my. Oh, so there's hat. multiple stories of Brad. Oh, Brad's got a bunch. The other yeah. funny one was the, <laughs> the record play. label guy came up and was like, you know, Brad. I when I first met Brad, I thought he was a dick. <laughs> we were like, really? Do tell more. <laughs> and he went, oh. <laughs> I just kept feeding him rope. Really, Brad? <laughs> when, when you what you really wanted to say is we all have. We yeah, all yeah. the same thing. Uh, it was so funny because people were sitting there were catching bits of us, and then they were, you know, engaged. Like, this is great. What's going on? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was a good one too. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, it is, it is. It is a common. It is a common theme that uh, the first impression is really not a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, you have met Brad. You know Brad. <laughs> ah. I always win in the end, Barry. I always yeah. win in the end. The story uh, you're talking about, Taco, is we were. This was the year we probably had our biggest group. I bet we had 28 people. So we had the. I had the 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 police tape. You know the do not cross, and got there and thought, man, I'm going to have to hold an acre, a half acre, and get out of the car. And I have a Songbirds hat. Songbirds Museum is a Chattanooga place, and I'm thinking, there's no way I'm going to be able to buy myself. But this kid says, oh, Songbirds, I work there. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. And he was like, yeah, we'll figure it out. You guys can – normally they park you first in. You know, you go wherever you – and um, he's like, ah, y'all go ahead and do what you want to do. And I said, thanks. And I'm just about to start setting up, and here comes Brad <laughs> driving up. No way. He didn't even have the window down. <laughs> this will never work. Hell no. And he's cussing in the car and I'm and me and the kid are just looking. I said, just let him go. <laughs> let him have his moment. 
And you finally got out, and I said, Brad, I got it handled. Relax. Ah, this will never. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, that's not. Oh, that's again. That's exactly how, how it, it happened. That's not how it went, but whatever. That's exactly how it happened. Whatever. That's not how it went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. The the reason I I'm I was angry about that because what you were talking to somebody who was letting us do whatever we wanted to, but then there was another person right next to them telling me what to do in the complete opposite direction. That's what I was yelling about, but you of course just saw me yelling as like, well, yeah, I didn't know Brad why. I just, Brad's just doing his angry like, I got it. Thing. I got it handled if you'll just oh, relax. God. I've yeah. never done that where I, for, you know, first, my first inclination is to, you know, try to intervene. And I just said, I'm going to sit back and just let this play out because there's too many things going on. It's like, it's like you just, you feed on me hanging myself out to dry when I'm yeah. really not even Pretty doing much. anything wrong. <laughs> it's oh, so much God. fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, do we have anything anyway, else? Anyway, no, those any were good. Any other, any other stories you want to uh, make up about me before we go? <laughs> <laughs> Now, Ross, you want to give them the give folks the details? <laughs> details on the the voicemails we got. Uh, this is today is the last day, so uh, right today's the, the last. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll right. be over. So well, we got that. they got today to I assume, and then we'll pick uh, pick a winner in the next for the next show. So all right, well, right, call today, the plan? I guess. Uh, Four two three six six seven seven eight seven seven. Call us. So, give us a so, voicemail. So this so the next episode we will have a winner drawn. Yep, midnight right. tonight, the twelfth. Yep, when you hear this. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Midnight. Midnight on the twelfth. We we don't get to extend that for the rest of the week, just in case there's some stragglers. Coming it's along. up to you. We can make you, up anything we want. Yeah. Let, you want is, why don't we? Why don't we make it until like Friday or Saturday when we actually record? Okay. Fine by me. Right. Yeah, I love hearing the stories. I mean, it's not okay. like it's, you know. All right. Good. I'd rather hear more good stories. All right. Well, I appreciate this uh, high five episode. It's been a, uh, another doozy. <laughs> <laughs> Invite me to All right. These are good time. stories. I know. Yeah, they're really lovely. I really like them a lot. Mm-hmm. I uh, really like the idea of being um, uh, thoughtful and bringing your own vest just in case you need to... Uh, Meander traffic in the directions you needed to. Uh, that's a, that's a Brad guy move. That is a big time Brad guy move. It's pretty strong. Uh, I've never seen anybody in a vest get stopped, so I right. like it. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, uh, talk to you uh, next week then. Thanks so much for everything. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.